Lotus FM News with Navita Gajraj. Seven o'clock, good morning. Statistics South Africa will release the GDP today as well as the country's unemployment rate. Now, GDP is the measure of the country's economic growth and is expected to have slowed in the first quarter, mainly due to electricity supply constraints. Now, most economists predict that the gross domestic product will decline sharply from 4.1% to 1.4% quarter on quarter. Liston Menkes of Sasfin Asset Managers says the poor are already Really bearing the brunt of a weak economy. Now, the curious part to all of this is that, you know, if you look on the roads, you see the cars running well. You go to the shopping malls, they're pretty full. You go to restaurants, you've actually got to sit and wait for a table. So what I tell everybody is there are two South Africans running here. But if you look at the vast majority, uh, times are extremely tough. And uh, if, if I've got to look at, uh, you know, who's hiring new staff, can't find that. The Communication Workers' Union has rejected MTN's latest offer, saying it falls short of its demands. The union says it will intensify its strike across the country until their demands are met. So far, the mobile operator has agreed to appoint temporary call centre workers into permanent positions and to pay employees double for working on Sundays. It has not met the union's demands of a 12% bonus as well as a 10% wage increase. MTN has suggested private arbitration, but the union says it wants a deadlock to go to the CCMA. CWU President Clyde Mervyn says members are determined to continue with the strike. When it comes to the whole issue of increase and the whole issue of the bonus payment, flat right, they are not having any move. Those are the main, main issues workers were striking for. So as Communication Workers Union, we are going to unleash all our ammunition to MTN. In other news now, murder accused Christopher Panayotu will continue with his bail application in the Port Elizabeth Magistrates Court this morning following a postponement last week. He stands accused of masterminding the kidnapping and murder of his wife Jade in Port Elizabeth last month. The presiding officer, Abigail Beaton, cited the fact that she needed more time to study all documents before delivering her judgment. Our reporter, Jade Lipolsa, has more on the story. Defence advocate Terry Price and State Prosecutor Advocate Maria Stunder presented their affidavits last week and will conclude today. The court heard the chilling evidence of the state as investigating officer Reynard Swanepoel mentioned in his affidavit that Christopher had a Cyprian passport and ID which he applied for a month before Jade was abducted. The court also heard about the cell phone mapping that indicated conversations between Panayotu and accused number one, Lutando Sioli, during Jade's disappearance. In the defense affidavit, Panayotu claimed he did speak to Sioli and admitted to his affair with an employee, Chanel Kutz, but did not ask him to kill his wife. Swanapul says all the evidence against Panayotu is damning. This is Lotus FM News at 7. Former President Khalema Motlante has urged the state to find less forceful solutions to deal with the crime and illegal immigrants in the country. Motlante was speaking at the Pan-African Youth Dialogue at Rhodes University in Grahamstown in the Eastern Cape last night. The dialogue aimed at educating the youth about Pan-Africanism comes as the country is dousing fires following xenophobic attacks in KwaZulu-Natal and Gauteng last month. Now, Motlante says Operation Fiala can be used differently. 
And the lawyer representing mine workers who were injured and arrested during the 2012 Marikana shooting has sent a letter to President Jacob Zuma demanding that he release the Falem Commission of Inquiries report into the incident. Lawyer Andres Sankome says if the president does not respond, they will have no option but to approach the courts. In the letter of demand, Nkome asks the president to release the report as soon as possible and preferably by no later than th- the 31st of May. Uh, May 2015. Presidency spokesperson Harold Maloka would not comment on the deadline, saying the president had already committed himself to releasing the report and would do so in due course. And wrapping up, an increase in international aid for the very poorest countries has been called for by the campaigning organization One. The group says the donor support for the least developed countries has continued to fall. The group added that without an increase in aid, new global goals for eradicating extreme poverty by 2030 are unlikely to succeed. And that's a wrap of your news at 7. Your top story this hour, statistics South Africa will release the GDP today as well as the country's unemployment rate. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll be back with headlines at 7.30.